This is VOA News. I'm Joe Ramsey. The United States said Sunday multinational talks in Paris came to a quote-unquote understanding on a possible deal for Hamas to release hostages and for a new ceasefire in the Gaza war. An Israeli delegation was in the French capital on Friday to discuss a deal to ensure a fresh ceasefire and the release of hostages held by U.S.-designated terrorist group Hamas in Gaza. Negotiations for a ceasefire have resumed in Doha between four countries, as well as Hamas representatives state-linked Egyptian media reported Sunday. Pope Francis was well enough to celebrate his weekly prayer from the Vatican window in St. Peter's Square on Sunday. AP correspondent Rika Ann Garcia reports. The Vatican Press Office said that canceling his recent engagements was a precautionary measure due to a mild flu. In his address, Pope Francis remembered the second anniversary of the war in Ukraine. Abbiamo ricordato. The pontiff also prayed for the people involved in the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, the violence in Congo, and the kidnappings in Nigeria. At the end of the Angelus, Pope Francis also drew attention to the impact of climate change on Mongolia. He appeared in good shape as he concluded his prayers with his usual greetings to the crowd. I'm Rika Ann Garcia. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said on Sunday 31,000 Ukrainian soldiers had been killed since Russia's full-scale invasion two years ago, giving the first official figure for more than a year. Zelensky told a news conference in Kyiv that he could not disclose the number of wounded because it would help Russian military planning. This is VOA News. Ukraine's defense minister said on Sunday half of Western military aid to Kyiv is delivered later than promised, delays that hobble Kyiv's ability to defend itself against Russian attacks and cost Ukrainian lives. Ukraine, which is struggling with an ammunition shortage, has for months said Western aid is too slow to reach it. Former U.S. President Donald Trump won the Republican presidential primary in the southern state of South Carolina on Saturday, defeating former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley in her home state. But Haley had already vowed to continue her campaign through Super Tuesday in early March, when a block of U.S. states will have their say in who runs against President Joe Biden in November. VOA's congressional correspondent, Katherine Gibson, has more. Another win for the former president of the United States as he aims for a return to the White House. An even bigger win than we anticipated. His remaining competitor for the Republican presidential nomination, Nikki Haley, failed to win her home state where she had served as governor. But she told supporters her campaign would continue. There are huge numbers of voters in our Republican primaries who are saying they want an alternative. Haley has positioned herself as the alternative for voters who don't want to see a rematch between Trump and President Joe Biden in the November general election. Katherine Gibson, VOA News, Charleston, South Carolina. The historical epic movie Oppenheimer picked up more prizes on Saturday at Hollywood Screen Actors Guild Awards, bolstering the movie's chances to score the Best Picture trophy at next month's Oscars. Reuters correspondent Olivia Chan has more. Our imaginings horrifies. us. The film about the race to build the first atomic bomb took the top honor. Best movie cast. They won't fear it. 
Killian Murphy, who played scientist J. Robert Oppenheimer, won Best Movie Actor. This is extremely, extremely special to me um, because it comes from you guys. Robert Downey Jr. Co-star Robert Downey Jr. won Best Supporting Actor. Reuters correspondent Olivia Chan. Namibian President Hage Gengab has been laid to rest following a state funeral attended by African leaders, Germany's President and Princess Anne, the sister of Britain's King Charles III. Gengab died earlier this month at the age of 82 while receiving treatment for cancer. He was Namibia's third president since it gained independence from apartheid South Africa in 1990. Before that, the southern African country was a German colony. I'm Joe Ramsey, VOA 